Greetings, Team Ajulam. Karibuni sana tena. We are now on the fourth and final episode of the series that we started on Work is Worship. Um, on the first episode, we talked about why we work. Second episode, we talked about what is work. Third episode, we talked about how we work. And today, we're going to talk about rest. R-E-S-S-S-T. I'm sorry, I didn't understand the rhyme in the song. Anyway, today we're going to talk about rest. And um, we're going to look at the importance of rest. Now, there's two types of rest that I want us to talk about today. There's literal rest. Like when they say literal rest, I mean like literal, like mental, physical rest. Okay. And then the second that I want us to talk about is spiritual rest. Okay. And I was trying to find another word other than spiritual, but I think you'll understand why I'm calling it spiritual. But it's not really spiritual because it's like rest <laughs> right but i just wanted to be able to distinguish between the two okay and uh so allow me to first read from genesis 2 from verse 1 to 2 where it says that's the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array by the seventh day god had finished the work he had been doing so on the seventh day he rested from all his work then god blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done then let's look at Exodus 20 from verse 8 to 11, which reads, Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons, your daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. But on the seventh day, he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. Hallelujah. All right. So now the thing is, over the last couple of weeks, what we've been talking about is work and the fact that our work is worship. And we have used the book of Genesis to help us understand work uh, most, for, for the most part. And what we have learned is that work is our worship. However, here is the thing. It is impossible to talk about work or to talk about working without talking about rest. These two things are in the same WhatsApp. They are the same, they are the, they are the same person, right? They, are, they come from the same, the same parents, right? These are siblings. Work and rest are the same. You cannot talk about one without talking about the other, okay? Now, in the verse that uh, where we, you know, we saw, the first one that we read from Genesis, where we first and foremost, this is the, actually literally the verse that where we see the work, the word work being used, okay? Uh, the word work being mentioned in the scriptures. This is alongside rest, okay? And it's so interesting to me that similarly, like in this same verse, like the first time we see the word work being mentioned is being mentioned in connection, not in connection, but also the word rest is mentioned in the same in the same breath. So when we finally see over here in Genesis, where we see that all the stuff that God was doing in terms of creation was work, this is the first time we also see this mentioning of rest. That's why I'm saying you cannot talk about work without talking about rest. Okay. And what we have learned over the last couple of weeks is that we are made in his image and likeness. That we are made in God's image and likeness. And we have been mandated as human beings to manage God's creation, right? And we have been able to learn about work by looking at God. We've been able to understand how we work 
we have been able to understand what work is, we've been able to understand why we work by looking at God, right? Now, here's the thing. If work is something that we learn, God does. The other thing that we learn that God does is rest, okay? And so, as beings made in his image and likeness, when we refuse to take rest, when we refuse to rest, what we're doing is, is that in essence, we're living outside of God, God's plan for us in terms of his image and likeness, right? In terms of us being made in his image and likeness, we're literally working outside of how God has designed us to be and how he has designed us to operate, right? Literally, God takes rest so seriously that he ensured, as we read in Exodus, that it would be made into a commandment. This is the fourth commandment. This is because God designed us in a way where we cannot be effective and fruitful if we do not rest. Rest literally is us operating in God's image and likeness. And therefore, the onus is on us to ensure that we are very intentional about our rest. That we are very intentional about taking time to rest. And the reason why this is so... You know, such an, I feel like such an important topic for us, especially in this day and age, is where there are so many different things where when we read, we're always, when you talk about work, we're always talking about work as, as like, you know, grind, you know, yo, I worked 15 hours, you know, Elon Musk, he works, you know, 18 hours a day <laughs> or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like we, when we talk about work, we always talk about work from the perspective of just like grind it all out, give it your everything, do all this stuff. What is the purpose of weekends? I, I remember there was um, the the CEO of Safaricom, Bob Bob former CEO Bob Colimo, the late Bob Colimo, you know, talking about, you know, he doesn't believe in work life balance. You know, where he's just like, what is that for, right? You gotta you gotta you know stay grinding always, and and the thing is is that. Uh, this is this is incredibly unhealthy, and it's not only just unhealthy, but it's something that literally goes against what it is and how we have been designed to operate, how we have been designed to be effective. You know, I remember um, for the early stages of you know starting my business because I'm, I was there, you know, reading all these stories about, you know, gotta, gotta grind, you know, gotta, gotta put in the work, gotta grind all day, every day, you know, sleep is for the week. <laughs> so the thing is, is that I literally like used to work all the time. I remember my friend's girlfriend just every time she'd come over to, because uh, I was staying with my, my, my buddy, every time that she'd come over, she'd be like, you guys are always like just working, you know, and that's literally what we used to do. Like, um, like on the weekend, all we would do is work, you know, like literally I would come, take work to home on the weekend and throughout the weekend we'd be doing work, whatever, all that stuff. And what would happen is that I remember this was now in 2016, no, 2017 was the first time where in December I experienced burnout and I didn't know what it was. I just could not think there was no creativity. I was tired all the time and I kept wondering like if I was sick, if there was something going on. I kept wondering, am I stressed? Am I like going through like depression? So, you know, that happened and literally like my body, I was so tired that I had to just like force myself to rest and that's essentially what happened. Anyway, Come back the next year, still feeling really sluggish, not myself. And eventually, like, you know, got back into, like, the grind, right? Kept doing it, kept doing, well, practicing what I was practicing. 
same thing happened to me again in 2018 where in December same thing happened but now this time around I remember thinking to myself I was just like wait a second this is exactly what happened last year so this is not just at that point in time I thought there was something going on in my life and now when I began to realize wait hold on this is a pattern only to go and find that the reason why the thing that I was experiencing was burnout and the reason why I was experiencing this burnout is because of how I was working that I was working all the time and because I was working all the time and not finding any any time to rest this is literally the natural progression where my body literally shut me down and was like my guy you're just gonna have to rest regardless and so literally from 2018 moving forward I began to be very intentional about um, about resting so one of the things that I, I would do is that on the weekends I really just would not work I intentionally would come home with my laptop and it stays closed <laughs> unless I'm watching a movie until Monday and only to realize that like even when you do that like when you take time to rest all these things that you think are so urgent and they're so important it's just like actually most people can just wait till Monday you know and so the thing is is that when we realize and you know especially after doing a lot of research around it that rest helps to heal your body that help that rest helps to reduce stress it helps to boost creativity it helps to improve in 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 in, in your productivity it enhances decision making and so many other benefits that literally we are designed as people who are able to work but also we are designed to rest that without rest we will literally all these things will begin to happen to us where things begin to happen to our body where we begin to be stressed where our creativity begins to be stifled where product productivity is also begins to be stifled and you can't be able to make decisions your clarity in decision making becomes very difficult and this is no wonder why during my burnout I could not think, could not be productive, could not make decisions. I, everything was just so difficult. I was physically tired all the time. And the thing is, is that what this taught me is to be very intentional about rest. And the thing is that this is especially important, especially when you have a family. Because most times you'll find yourself working at home. And working at the office. So meaning that even now even with COVID, where it's just like you're also doing this... Uh, home life work which is literally also work like taking care of the home the kids all these things and you're doing all this stuff and then on top of that you're also doing all this office work right and then what we do is that we don't we, right now we, all we do is our whole lives just spent just there working just you're, you're either working family things or you're doing whatever um stuff to do from work right and so the thing is that you realize that you do not rest because you, 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 just because of all these things that are happening and the thing is that you don't realize that not only are you doing a disservice to yourself but you're also doing a disservice to your family right because you find yourself having difficulty in being creative which is affecting your work you find yourself always stressed, which is obviously affecting not only your work but even your family right you find yourself having reduced productivity you find yourself being uh, starting to have to, to get sick and falling sick all the time and you're, you're, you're snappy all the time is because all when we do not uh, when we are not intentional about rest these are the things that happen and yet God shows us that he if he rests and we are designed in his image and likeness that we too have to rest and that this narrative that basically of the world grind grind hard and go go hard all the time where that does not 
talk about rest as well is a negative narrative. It's a narrative that is pushing you to the brink of sickness. It's pushing you to the place where you begin to now become flat in your creativity, flat in your productivity, where now all of a sudden you just lose your zeal for life. And all these things literally happen because we refuse to be intentional about rest. Your hard work without rest is doing everybody a disservice. Right? This thing about rest, rest is not a thing that is optional. It's not a thing that you, you do when you have time. It's not a thing that you do when you have the money to go on a, on a holiday to relax and, and just clear your mind. If you do not put aside time at least once a week to rest, to quiet your mind and just completely just be out here just resting, you are not only causing yourself to be dysfunctional, but you're also living in disobedience to your creator who desires for you to be fruitful. And without rest, you cannot be fruitful. And so the thing that is so important is for, is, it is so important for us to be intentional about taking breaks, about resting, about incorporating rest into our everyday lives, out of, out of, into the motion of our lives. It is so important for us to do this, that rest is not just about the thing of just being able to find time to sleep. It is about giving your mind a break, right? I mean, I, I value rest so much that you know, I try at least during the day to do something that literally just frees my mind from the things that are, all these obligations that need to be done. Uh, I was here, uh, CK, there's a thing that she does uh, where she, she colors. <laughs> she colors, right? And this is a part of what she does to be able to rest. Right? I also uh, do this thing where it's like even when I'm, I'm at work where I'll just you know, get up and just go for a walk. And the whole point of the walk is not so I can go and think. It's just like, just go for a walk, be present. Like I just go, I just look around, go stop, I look at some flowers. You know what I mean? Like just to be able to just find time in a day, just to be able to just, op just free your mind and just, just, just relax and just, or you know, like Wamai, Wamai likes to take naps. <laughs> He likes to take naps, right? And these are the things that you do. You have to be intentional about doing these things and incorporate them into your life because without these things, you will not be able to function. You will not be able to be fruitful. And not only that, we're inviting things into our lives that literally cause us to be dysfunctional from our body level and even in terms of how we're able to operate, right? Work is worship and therefore rest is part of that worship. When we are resting, we are being like our maker. We are being like our God. So there's no reason for you, even as a parent, as you have kids and you're here, that where you begin to start feeling guilty about resting, because rest is part of your worship. That when you rest, this is part of your worship. That you're saying that I want to be like my maker. I want to be like my God. And so if he rests, I will rest too. And I will be intentional about making time to rest. Making time on a daily basis just to spend time, just to free your mind. Making time, like, like here it says, at least once a week, a day a week, where it's like you spend time just resting and just being doing things that are just... Don't do things that, that, that make you more tired. Doing things that actually enhance um, rest. Things like well, I was saying CK with coloring, going for walks, being able to do things that help you clear your mind, take on a new hobby, go and start painting. Things that allow you to just basically just rest. It is incredibly important for you to be intentional about this. Rest is crucial. It allows us to be fruitful 
And you know, the thing that is so interesting is that literally even nature in itself shows us this. You know, in 2018, I remember going to um, a vineyard, um, the Laleshwa vineyard. And when we went there, it was such a great experience in terms of being able to see how the vineyards work and, and, and how they grow the vine and everything. And if you remember last week when we looked at the, 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 the scripture in John, where Jesus tells us that he is the vine and we are the branches, right? You know what's so interesting about the vine? That the vine literally, that there's a period that it has to take for it to rest in order for it to be fruitful. So one of the things that they were showing us is that there's a period of time in which this thing has to rest in order for it in the next season for it to be fruitful, right? The vine rests so that it can be fruitful. So that we, so the thing is, even nature itself shows us that. That's the reason why there's all these seasons, where there's a season where the thing will bear flowers, and then there's a season where the thing just looks like, you're like, hey, what happened to this plant? Nah, bruh, it's just resting, man. It's just resting. If you, if, if nature rests, if God rests, now, now, wait, wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What about you? And if and the thing is, this is not something. The reason why God made it a commandment is because it's not optional. This is a command. This is something that you have to be intentional about, and you have to even teach your children about that. Even as they're here, just going helter you have to tell them, man, guys, mom has to rest, dad has to find has to rest, right? And show them the importance of these things because it's the thing that allows you to be able to function, even within a, a marriage relationship. Like, it's just like, you guys figure out a way to be able to just help one another rest. You know, it's just like, I'm gonna take care of the kids today, you go and just do some stuff that will allow you just to clear your mind, just to just to rest and not have to think about anything. And be intentional about these things in whatever context you're in. Be intentional about rest because it is incredibly important that for you to work effectively and for you for your work to be your worship, you have to rest. Amen? Now, the second thing that I wanted to talk about is what I'm calling spiritual rest. Or another way to put it is working from a place of rest. Okay? I want to read from Hebrews 3, 7 to 19 and 4, 1 to 11. Okay? So, it says here, So, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion, during the time of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested and tried me. Though for 40 years they saw what I did, this is what I was angry with that generation. I said, their hearts are always going astray and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. As has just been said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Who were they who hardened rebelled? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? And with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies perished in the wilderness? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see that we, that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. For we also have had the good news proclaimed to us just as they did. But the message they had was of no value to them because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. Now we who have believed enter that rest, just as God has said. So I declared in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. And yet, 
His works have been finished since the creation of the world. For somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in these words. On the seventh day God rested from all his works. And again in the passage above he says, They shall never enter my rest. Therefore, since it still remains for some to enter that rest, and since those who formerly had the good news proclaimed to them did not go in because of their disobedience, God again set an, a day calling it today. This he did when he, when a long time later he spoke through David as in the passage already quoted. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following the example of disobedience. Now, the thing that I love about this portion of scripture in Hebrew is that it's basically saying to us that there is the rest that we're talking about, the one that I mentioned to you in terms of the physical, literal rest of Sabbath. That rest is important and it's crucial. But then he begins to say that there's also another rest. So there's that physical rest where we get to rest. Then there's this other rest where it says here that Anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his, right? That there is a rest that God has for those who have put their faith in Christ Jesus. There is a rest. This, is a, this rest is, is, is shown to us as a perpetual state of rest that is available to us. It is literally a perpetual place of rest. And it's in fact one of the things that it's talked about. It's like working from a place of rest, Right? This is something that uh, Reverend, a good friend of mine, Reverend Goey says, right? And this rest is something that is defined that is different from the physical rest, right? And here's the thing. This rest that is talked about here comes from following the Holy Spirit. When we come to faith in Christ Jesus, we receive his Holy Spirit. The purpose of the Holy Spirit is to guide and lead us. Now, through his guidance and leadership, we are able to live in a state of rest because it says in Romans 8.6, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. This is what we're trying to achieve when we, when we get into physical rest. It's just the state of being able to just be at peace. Now what he's talking about here is a rest that is found where you're able to live in a perpetual state of life and peace. This rest is found when we fall, when we allow ourselves to be governed by the Holy Spirit. When we allow ourselves to be governed by him. This is now what he's talking about that there's a rest that's available where you rest from your works. What it says here that uh, it says here that they, what they did is that they anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. And I want to be able to just explain this, real, illustrate this real quick through, through a story and then close this because I feel like I want to... This, so I've mentioned this story before about how I ended up going on a, on a trip to Malindi, right? I've mentioned this story so many times because it's just like, this, this, this story is just perfect. And this is God's way of teaching me about, about, about following and being governed by the Holy Spirit. So the thing is, is that this, it was a Thursday and I felt God leading me to go to the coast, right? There was a prompting that came that was 
leading me to go to, 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 to the coast. I just, I was in recovery from surgery and what I did is that I uh, followed that leading and booked a flight the very next day to be able to go to the coast, uh, Malindi specifically. So got on a flight, ended up in Malindi. Uh, on the way there, I'm booking where I'm going to stay. I had no plan actually, I had really no plan. I was just literally going because I felt like God was leading me to the coast. So get to the coast, immediately go to the ocean, put on my whatever, I'm just there chilling in the ocean. As I'm chilling in the ocean, some two guys come and they're like, yo, come with us. So me, I'm just there like, what? So I go to this to my guys. This, I listen, these guys are here telling me this, telling me to come with them. I have no idea who they are. But the reason why I follow them is because I'm like, anyway, God is the one who has sent me here, right? He's the one who has led me here. Let me just follow and see where this goes. Follow these guys, get to this place. Turns out that the place that they were leading me to was actually a place that had better, it was a better place to swim. That's what these guys told me. Come, we show you a place that you, that's better to swim. So I followed them. So they, I, I follow them. I go to this place, which is actually better to swim at. So swim, swim, swim. I'm like, wow, this is so dope. Because I, literally as I'm following these guys, I'm thinking to myself, Thimba, are you crazy? Why are you following some strangers? These guys could, could be murderers. They could be leading you. Malindi, there's no one. It's empty. Guy tells me, put my stuff here. Me, I'm just like, whatever. End up swimming and I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys were legit. Like, this is actually a better place to swim. As that happens, as I'm just there swimming in these places, being like, oh God, what a, what a blessing. Thank you for sending those guys to come and, and put me in a place that's dope for swimming. A guy on a boat comes, random guy, I don't know who this guy is, and he tells me, he's just like, yo, you want to go for a ride? I'm like, hey, since God has sent me, <laughs> watch I get this boat ride, you see where this goes. Get on this boat ride, go on this boat ride. At the end of this boat ride, the guy parks his boat somewhere, and he tells me, he gives me a life jacket and tells me, bro, we're gonna swim back to the shore. This is like a kilometer into the shore and I'm just like, this is crazy. How I'm recovering from surgery. How am I gonna swim this whole kilometer? Anyway, the guy jumps in the water, he swims. I have to follow this guy because I'm not this guy. So anyway, I get into the water, I swim. Guys, I'm telling you, this thing took forever. I thought I was gonna die, man. I thought I was, I'm just there in this thing swimming, just wondering, am I gonna make it? Anyway, ended up making it through this whole thing. It happens. I make it on the other side. I come out, I'm tired. I'm super tired, I, I thought I was, but it was the most amazing, exhilarating experience ever, like it was so dope. As I'm walking away, some other guys come, <laughs> and they're like, yo, Kesho, we have this plan where you guys can go, you can whatever, you can, and the whole time I'm just like, I'm down for that plan, I get on that plan, all that stuff, I, I follow that leading and I go. Next day, show up get to experience this thing and it's the most incredible experience ever and the thing for me is this is that throughout this whole experience all i'm doing is i'm just like god you're the one who sent me here i'm just gonna follow your leading into this in this place i'm just gonna follow your clues whatever you show me i'm just gonna follow that right and it ended up being the most incredible weekend one of the most incredible weekends of my life. Now, the reason why I'm sharing this story with you is for a couple of reasons. You know, in Hebrews chapter 3, the scripture we, we just read before about the, the rest that God has prepared for us. It starts off with, so as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Right? This trip that started, started from me hearing God telling me, I want you to go to the coast and obey in that voice, right? And just obeying that voice. And just by doing that, it began a whole chain of events 
of just following him and his leading into the most incredible experience of this weekend that I was completely unplanned. Literally, I did not plan anything that weekend and God ended up taking me on the most incredible weekend. Just me and him just there having the time of our lives, right? Now, the thing is this, is that the way in which we're able to operate in a state of rest is through hearing God's voice and obeying his leading. When we operate from rest, what we are doing is resting from our works and submitting ourselves to God's leading. This is why it says in verse 9 and 10, There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. And so the thing is this, is that when we submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit's leading, we are in essence saying, you are the one, that you are the one who knows the path to life. You are the one that knows the path to peace. So I will follow your leading. My plans, my goals, my ambitions don't carry any guarantee for me. I am instead guided by your plans, your goals, your ambitions. And so the thing is this, I'm able to navigate myself away from the burden of my own plans and ambitions. And instead now, I can rest in God's plans and ambitions for my life, which lead to life and peace. That now when I'm just here and I'm just there like, yo, you've led me here. It's like you're literally submitting yourself to life and peace by following his leading, by following the leading of the Holy Spirit. This is what it says, right? But the thing is that this is contingent on us first, being able to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying and then obeying it. Those are the two things that are, that, that are contingent because it says in Romans when it says here that the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. This is the, govern, the mind that is led by him is life and peace, right? And this is the thing that Paul talks about all the time where he's saying when you are being led by the Holy Spirit, that there is the way that you're able to just live a life of righteousness, the right way. You're able to live the right way by following the Holy Spirit, Right? And so the thing is, is that these two things is that, that need to happen is that it's contingent on us first being able to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying and then obeying it. This is how we're able to enter that rest. This is what the Spirit is saying to us where it says here, this is where it says, Today if you hear my voice, one, do not harden your heart. Right? So if you hear my voice like, yo, my guy, go to Costo, be like, okay, bet. <laughs> Let's go. If I'd said no, I'd never have had that weekend. I'd never have experienced anything on that weekend. Do you, get, you, 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 you get what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing that, the, the two things is that we need to hear his voice. And secondly, we need to obey what it is that that voice is saying to us. And oftentimes, we have to realize that God's voice is not loud. It's a still small voice. Our lives are the ones that are loud. Our world is loud. But God's voice is usually still and small. And usually by the time God is shouting, it's because you've not been paying attention. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like by the time God is not trying, is getting a donkey to speak to you, right? Mm -hmm. Is where, you know, this is not actually the first resort. This is like now where he's like literally like, my guy, you know, if, if God is already shouting at you, <laughs> just be knowing that he's been trying to tell you this for a long time. Okay. 
And the thing is, is that we all have the ability to hear God's voice, right? For those of us who have put our faith in Christ, this is part of our inheritance in him, is in being able to hear him so that he can lead us and guide us into all truth, right? And the thing is, is that once we are able to hear God's voice, once we're able to discern his voice, and thereafter obey his voice, then what you have, you're basically doing is that you're subscribing yourself to a state of living and working from rest, where God is able to lead you into fruitfulness in every area of your life. He's able to lead you into a space of life and peace. And whatever that path is taking you, it's just like where, for example, I feel like, just as I've mentioned, like recently how both Wamai and I, and also CK joined and engaged the gym. And I keep saying, to everyone who asks me, like, yo, so what are your girls in whatever? I'm just like, yo, actually, for me, I personally feel like God has led us back into this place. That there's a thing, there's a reason, and there's a purpose of what he's trying to teach us as he has taken us through this place, right? So meaning that there are things that God will lead you into. You don't really necessarily understand what it's about, but it's like when you obey that leading, it's always after the fact where you're just like, man, this was such a rewarding experience. And now I understand why he has led me down that path. Now, the reason why I'm saying all this is because why I'm talking about why it's so important to be able to discern and hear God's voice. So that then after, because you have to hear the voice, and then once you hear the voice, you have to be able to obey it. So those are two different things. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because our next mini-series is going to be a series on hearing God's voice. We'll be doing a series on this because this is something that we all must learn, right? The same way that a baby learns how to discern its parents' voice, we also learn how to discern and hear God's voice. And the thing is that once we learn to hear him, then the next step then is, is how to then walk in obedience to the leading of the Holy Spirit, right? So the way in which we're able to enter his rest is through our ability to hear him and further our ability to obey what we hear from him, right? So even in terms of obedience, that's also something that we are also able to grow in. So the thing is for me today, I want us to leave it here, is where I want you to understand that spiritual rest comes from us being able to hear his voice and to follow his voice. That rest comes from us following his Holy Spirit, Right? I have a friend who was, was telling me the other day how he's, he's uh, nowadays, because now after learning how to hear God's voice, he's literally, in fact, it's, it felt like he was coming out of the closet where he was just there like, bro, all these plans that he had, all these ambitions that he had, all those things, he's just like, he's like, I want to tell you something. Like, he's like, I've discarded all that. And his, his, his move right now is that he's just about hearing from God and following his leading. He's like, this thing is just good man like it's just like this is the way this is this is this is how you end up in places that you don't even know how you're here you're just like how the heck am i at this table is through the ability for us to be able to hear his voice and to obey that voice to obey the leading of the holy spirit amen now like i told you our next series is going to be about that it's going to be about hearing God's voice and I'm super excited about it because this is the thing that will allow us and usher us into being able to get into this rest that God has prepared for his people. Our ability to hear him and to be able to action that. And so in this moment in time as I close, what I want you to be able to do in preparation for this is just ask and just simply ask your heavenly father 
to help you to hear his voice, to help you to discern his voice. Throughout this series, I want your heart to be prepared. I want your mind to be prepared so that we're going to learn about how to hear God's voice. And we're going to do this starting next week. Amen? Amen. So remember the two things. It's important for you to rest and be intentional about it. And the second thing is this, is that we are being called into a greater rest to work from a place of rest. And that comes from us being able to hear uh, to, 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 to submit ourselves to the leading of the Holy Spirit, which requires us to be able to hear from Him and also to obey where He's leading us to. Amen? Amen. That's what's up. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you so much for your word today. We thank you that you are the God who calls us to rest. And we're so grateful to you that you instituted rest for our benefit. Sabbath was made for us. And so, Father, in Jesus' holy name, I ask that you would guide and lead us and watch over us during this time as we are planning and trying to be intentional about rest. May we be incredibly intentional about it. Show us how we can be intentional about this. And on top of that, I pray, O oh Heavenly Father, that you would also fill us with your spirit and help us to be able to discern your voice so that we can be able to obey you and be able to live in your rest. For in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching. Listen, if this message blessed you, please be sure to share it with someone whom you love. Share it with a friend, a colleague, anyone. And then also, listen, support us. Support this ministry so that we can be able to make more dope content and be able to spread this message of the kingdom to as many people as possible. And then make sure that you subscribe. Sawa, subscribe. Subscribe, wherever the button, subscribe, subscribe. God bless you guys.